G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barna and Running With Fire. Thanks for joining me again today. And hey, it's Christmas time. It's a great, great season. And we're talking about Jesus born in a crude wooden box this Christmas season so many, many years ago. The manger is a feed trough for animals, dirty, smelly, rough. This was God's son, and he was laid in it. It's not like this was a huge mistake or a desperate stopgap measure, and God's son would be rescued from the manger and quickly transferred to a palace. No, this was God's plan. Amazing. The one who would be king of kings chose to be born in the lowliest of places. Our God is forever clothed with humility. From his manger, he went to a poor kind of home, eventually said the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Hard to believe, isn't it? But it's true. This is the Son of God we're talking about, God's love gift, his indescribable gift, as Paul calls it in 2 Corinthians 9, 15. Giving of this baby to die for our sins was a supreme manifestation of God's love. 1 John 4, 9 to 10 puts it this way. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Well, Christmas is that time when we celebrate the birth of Jesus. But his birth was only the start of his earthly life. It was actually his death that completed the work of becoming the saviour of the world. So we can't think about Christmas without thinking of Easter and the crucifixion. We can't have the birth of Jesus without the death of Jesus, because that's what brought the whole process full circle and completed the deal. We read in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. A.W. Pink, that great writer, brings out several things from John 3.16 that I want to talk about, all dealing with God's love. Firstly, the word world shows us the scope or the range of God's love. For God so loved the world. The word for world here is the Greek word cosmos, which can be defined as the ungodly multitude or the whole mass of humanity which is alienated from God. This is the world God loved, not just all the good guys or the Jews or all the saints. Not just the good or deserving, but all, the unlovable and unlovely, his friends and his enemies. God's love isn't based on our spiritual or moral condition or on our behavior or our attitude towards him. God's love is unconditional. Augustine put it this way, God loves each of us as if there was only one of us to love. Imagine that. God loves us as if you were the only person that existed to love. Max Licata, the great writer, says this. There are many reasons God saves you. To bring glory to himself, 
to appease his justice, to demonstrate his sovereignty. But one of the sweetest reasons God saved you is because he is fond of you. Think about this. He likes having you around. He thinks you're the best thing that came down the pike in quite a while. If God had a refrigerator, your picture would be on it. If he had a wallet, your photo would be on it. He sends you flowers every spring and sunrise every morning. Whenever you want to talk to him, he's ready and waiting to listen. He can live anywhere in the universe. But guess what? If you choose to, he's decided to live within your heart. Face it, friends. He's crazy about you. Isn't that amazing? How much, in the words of Max Licato, God so cares for you, so loves you, and uses those words, he is fond of you. I like the thought that if God had a refrigerator, your photo would be on it. If he had a wallet, your photo would be in it. Why don't you bathe in the understanding of just how much God loves you and how special you are to him. So much so that he was born and he died upon a cross just for you. Tark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.